Hello everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I am so honored and privileged to be with you all once again. The Lord has allowed me to share with you this message of hope that I believe will develop in you a consistent approach for you to live by each and every day. I'm so excited for today or tonight's episode because we are living in a day and age where we're not seeing individuals reaching their full potential. And this has nothing to do with achieving career goals or receiving an academic degree in modern medicine. This has everything to do with a pursuit for salvation, eternal life, a peace that exceeds all understanding. It says in God's word, it will keep our hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus. So a pursuit for a crown of life is for the person who perseveres under trials. For the Bible tells us in James chapter 1 verse 12, it says, Blessed is the man or woman who remains who remains steadfast under trials. For when he or she has stood the test, he or she will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Now this crown of life is a form of honor and recognition that Jesus bestows upon these individuals who faithfully serve and honor him because there are qualifications to be blessed by God. But let's look at how honor and recognition comes to a person before they receive this crown. Number one, a person has to persevere. This type of person has to have that mindset to be able to persevere. You see, persevering means to keep going and going and going and going through a hard time without giving up. So there's a scripture in Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 that talks about, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest, or better yet, be rewarded, if we do not give up. So we have to have that ability, that mindset, that we're going to be determined to persevere against all odds. So that's number one. Number two, that all of us are in a race against time. We are not built to live forever. (laughs) So we are on the clock, people of God. So the reality is, it is time to fulfill our purpose in the time allotted to us. God has given us time to allow his purpose to radiate this atmosphere, to grow and to glow where people will be receptive of the gift that's inside of you, that people will become saved, become healed, that they will become strong because of your gift being demonstrated 
to the world. Number three. We have to fulfill our purpose by following God's purpose. And the only way this will be attainable is by following his rules. Because in the race of life, it's not about telling everybody that you made it across the finish line and that's good enough for you. We have individuals who just want to just make it across the line without really putting in the effort. It's really about running the race correctly, honestly. And for you not to disqualify yourself before you ever start running the race. Are you fulfilling your purposes really when it comes down to this type of mentality? Are you really doing things in excellence or are you just going through the motions? The problem with society is we have a lot of disqualified participants running a race where rules are broken often. Training is not being performed and illegal substances are being injected into the lives of God's people that disqualifies them from running this race. Either they are in the wrong lane to begin with or crossed over into another person's lane. Maybe they false started or maybe they did not train properly for the race. At 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, and I believe it's around the sixth verse, it tells us, it says, train yourself for a holy life. While physical training has some value, training in holy living is useful for everything. It has promise for this life now and the life to come. We work and struggle for this, our hope is set on the living God, who is the savior of all people, especially those who believe. Command these things, teach them. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Instead, set an example for the believers through your speech through your behavior, through love, through faith, and by being sexually pure. Don't neglect the spiritual gift in you that was given through prophecy when the elders laid hands on you. It says in God's word, practice these things and live by them so that your progress will be visible to all. Focus on working your own development and on what you teach. It says in God's word, if you do this, if you do this, you will save yourself and those who hear you. The Bible tells us to simply set an example. Be a real leader. 
demonstrate integrity at all times. In James, the first chapter, uh, verse, the first chapter, verse 22, says to be doers of God's word and not just a hearer of the word because you deceive yourself. Disqualification comes when you say one thing, but you act another way. And this doesn't mean just in public. You see, we have a lot of people who can perform in public to the highest degree, but in their private behaviors, it makes them disqualified before God. God's word tells us to set an example through your speech, through your behavior and through love. You see, number one, our speech reflects the God in us. I want to say that one more time, that our speech reflects the God in us. Colossians, the fourth chapter in the sixth verse, it tells us your speech must always be with grace as though seasoned with salt so that you will know how you should respond to each person. Do you see where it states that your speech must always be. <laughs> there is no wiggle room when it comes to our dialogue with one another. God wants for his people to minister a love language to the ears of sinners all over the world. God requires our speech to preserve the hearts that need to hear words of encouragement, words of hope, Words that lead individuals to Christ. So your speech is very important in today's world. And if your speech does not line up with God's word, you disqualify yourself. Number two, it, it talks about our behavior is another way we disqualify ourselves because it denotes hypocritical tendencies that don't line up with the word of God. You see, back in Jesus' day, in Matthew chapter 23 and 27, it talks about how terrible for you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you pretenders, you act like tombs that are painted white. <laughs> they look beautiful on the outside. But on the inside, they are full of the bones of the dead. They are also full of other things that are not pure and clean. Sometimes our behavior disqualifies ourselves from really becoming what God has created us to be while we run this race in the time that's been allotted to us our behavior, our speech. And then it talks about love because love is essential in running this race for the prize of eternal life and blessings here on earth. St. John chapter 13, verse 35, Jesus tells us, let me give you a new command. He says here, he's not asking, he's given us a command to love one another. And in the same way I've loved you, you love one another. And this is how everyone will recognize 
that you are my disciples when they see the love you have for each other. So when we choose to reject this principle that the Lord has instituted, we disqualify ourselves from demonstrating what real love looks like. You see, following this desire that love shows to mankind is how society as a whole is essential in keeping the world in harmony with its creator. And a person is pursuing this prize of holiness. Love labels us as his disciples. So we have to love one another just like Jesus loves us. And this is how the world can be shaped in genuine love. Then it talks about faith as another central component in running this race so that our purpose will be fulfilled. And Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the sixth verse states, it is impossible to please God apart from faith. And why? Why? Because anyone who wants to approach God must believe both that he exists and that he cares enough to respond to those who seek him. How can you please the Lord if you don't believe in him? Again, we disqualify ourselves because we place our faith into our own abilities. And this is how we become entangled into our fears. So having faith in God keeps us centered on the prize, which is Jesus Christ. It is he who keeps our head up. He pushes us to heights that go beyond our understanding. Timothy at the end of his life, young Timothy, at the end of his life, he pens these words. He tells us, he says, I have fought the good fight. I finished the race and I've kept the faith. And at last, at last, the champion's wreath that is awarded for righteousness is waiting for me. The Lord who is the righteous judge is going to give it to me on that day. He's given it not only to me, but also to all those who have set their heart on waiting for his appearance. Keeping in faith will make you a champion. But there's another component to this. Sexual purity is another key component in running a purposeful lifestyle. And this is a struggle for many people because love has been so distorted. Lust has pushed its way to the forefront. And we have to understand that in 1 Thessalonians 4, it tells us, for this is the will of God, your sanctification that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles 
who did who do not know God. For God has not called us for impurity, but for holiness. You see, impurity is another disqualifier. So people of God, the Lord wants you to run a clean race, a race you will come out a winner. Commercial break. We'll be right back with the episode entitled Disqualified from the Race and in need of a second chance. Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say, if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. So let's continue, if you will. Let's continue to break down a clear understanding on being disqualified from the race and in need of a second chance. Now, 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, verses 24 through 27, the Bible declares, don't you know that all the runners in the stadium run but only one gets the prize. So run to win. So run to win. Don't run. It's what it's saying is don't run to make an effort to come in the last place because there's only one prize. So everyone who competes practices self-discipline in everything. The runners do this to get a crown of leaves that shrivel up and die. But we do it to receive a crown that never dies. So now this is how I run. Not without a clear goal in sight. You see, I fight like a boxer in the ring. Not like someone who is shadow boxing. Rather, I'm landing punches on my own body and subduing it like a slave. I do this to be sure that I myself won't be disqualified after preaching to others. Now listen, people of God, back in Paul's day, they had their own Olympic Games called the Esmenian games, Esmenian games, and these athletes would compete in foot races and wrestling and boxing and throwing the discus and the javelin and the long jumping. They had chariot races and they did poetry reading and they even had singing contests, believe it or not, in these games. It's amazing. But Paul's message is simply a message that believers need to embrace when it comes to their commitment to the Lord. Because in those games, there was only one prize. When we watch the Olympics today, we see that people receive a gold, 
a silver and a bronze medal. First, second, and third receives some form of an honor. But in those days, there was only one prize. And that's why they dedicated themselves to run the race to win. So number one, in order to really be free and to be able to receive a prize from God because of the way you live your life, is that you have to run the race with the mindset that you're going to win against sin. So the question is, are you jogging through your race? Does it matter if you win or lose? You see, we cannot hide behind the spirit of apathy or the spirit of laziness. And going through the motions with no passion for winning for the Lord or not even preparing for a grueling race is oftentimes that is how we become disqualified is because we're not approaching this race with the mindset that I'm going to do things right. I'm going to make every effort to honor God. I'm going to cross the finish line with the mindset that I have done everything possible in winning the race called life. So number one, you have to run to win the race. But are you? That's a question that you have to ask yourself. Number two, you have to practice self-discipline. So my question to you, people of God, is what are you doing to get ready to succeed in life? So I have a question. How? Let's be honest. How is your prayer life? How much really do you study each day? How much of what you've learned that you are really applying to your everyday life? How can you receive a crown that is everlasting if you're not trying to please God with your effort? So practicing self-discipline is one of the most crucial things that you have to do in order to receive the prize. That's number two, practicing self-discipline. Number one, you have to run to win the race of life. And then number three, the only way you win is to be an example. To be an example, just like we read in, in Timothy, it talks about being an example in speech, being an example in our behaviors and how we love and how we have faith in God and to be sexually pure before God. So people of God, there is so much that we have to reprogram in our minds in order to win in life because Many of us are going through the motions, not really training ourselves, not really getting any better. Many of us are getting worse because we continue to use other things to inject into our lives. And now we run with weights and we, we run in fear and we run without any passion for the things of God. So we have to be an example. And number four, it talks about if you do these things, if, I-F, if you do these things, you will save yourself and those who hear you. 
I-F is two letters, but it has so much significance. But you have to put these things into play to train yourselves to be able to run this race called life. And if you're not prepared, if you're not doing these things, you disqualify yourself from running the race. And so in closing, many of you feel right now disqualified. And I didn't mean to make you feel bad. Because I really have good news for you. That we serve a God. We serve the God of a second chance. And if you're ready to surrender your life today or tonight, I guarantee you he will train you in a lifestyle of holiness and prepare you to become victorious through your application of his word. Because God desires for you to to give maximum effort. God's God wants you to push yourself in doing righteousness, living holy, set apart from the world, creating a a way of life by self-discipline so you can obtain the prize. He doesn't accept excuses. The reality is you just have to be transparent before him. He will change you for the better. When you allow God to shape you and to mold you and to get you ready, because time is still on our side. If we take advantage of the time that's been given to us and not become apathetic towards our purpose here on earth, God will change you for the better. When you surrender your will and your life to him, I promise you, he will make your life better. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father God, in the name that's above every name, in the name of Jesus, we ask you this day, we ask you to cleanse us, to wash us, to forgive us of all these sins that we've committed against you. Lord God, we understand that we disqualify ourselves so many times because we don't stay in our lane. We jump the gun. We inject things into our bodies and in our minds. We live in fear. We do not study. We're not communicating to you the things that we need in order for us to run this race. So, Lord God, in the name that's above every name, we ask for forgiveness. And we ask from you to remove the weights, the shackles, these things that hinder our daily walk with you. Help us to focus on our goal. And that is to live a purposeful life and to run the race that will give us victory through this life. I pray for every person that's listening to this episode entitled Disqualified from the Race and in Need of a Second Chance. We need you to step in and to be our coach 
to be our leader, to be our savior, to help us focus on the journey ahead. And even though this journey appears to be so long and difficult, help us to develop a routine that we will worship you, that we will pray to you, that we will study your word, and that we will apply your word so we can receive this crown that never ever will pass away. We give you praise in advance for what you're going to do and we ask all these blessings in Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, that is it for today or tonight. The episode entitled Disqualified from the Race and in Need of a Second Chance. How many of you guys here in the podcast land needs a second chance? We all need second chances and third chances and because God understands that we fall short many times. But God is a God of a second chance. And I'm so grateful that you guys are tuning in. And again, my name is Pastor Phil with Full of Life, Full of Life Ministries. And I just pray that if you're really enjoying these episodes, my heart goes to you to please continue to share these podcasts because it is making a difference in this world. So hit that share button. Tell your friends and your family about this ministry called Full of Life Ministries. And literally, literally we're going around the world because of your generosity to this ministry. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And we are here to assist in your Christian growth because God wants the best from you. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Simple reminder, every Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Full of Life Ministries, we do have now a YouTube channel that we provide our, just a basic sermon that's 30 minutes or so, and I believe that it's going to encourage you to live for Jesus the rest of your days. So people of God, I love you with the love of Christ. Pray for us as we pray for you. And let's continue to do this. In Jesus' name, God bless.